just another weekend. It's plenty of shit to talk about. Plenty of shit to talk about. So you know we talking loose, living new, yes mission, new mission. Low, let's get it. Low, where you been? Start checking in. New pie for your ass, yep. Let's begin. This the shit I recommend. Stand out, fuck leaning in. Any topic been a trend. Please believe we waiting in. Do this on the weekly. On any app you can log on. Search loose lips, subscribe, and we gon' mob on. Do it for Carolina, blowing on palmetto trees. Start checking out low. Tell them what it be. Just another weekend. It's plenty of shit to talk about. Plenty of shit to talk about. So you know we talking loose. Living new vision, new mission. Low, let's get it. This is Pledge. Classy ratchet, raise your glasses. She gon' toast. I go, she make it happen. Loose, living, you tripping. New money, keep spending. to Lucid's podcast. I am your host, Lolo, with a new nose ring. I'm your girl, Deb Cakes with two Bs. And this is episode 44 of Lucid's podcast. Um, shout out to everyone joining us on Instagram Live. Um, shout out to our Spotify listeners, our Apple Podcast listeners, iTunes, Google Play, um, all that great stuff, YouTube viewership. Uh, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, so me and Debbie lied yesterday. Um, we would like, on behalf of the Loose Lips Foundation, we would like to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to go live yesterday, but um, we think we're going to switch the days because I'd be dead tired from recording with my other podcast on Monday, no, Tuesday nights and you know, we do other stuff, so it just didn't work out last night. So, um, therefore, we apologize like Anita Baker. Debbie? Yes? You there? I'm here. Oh, okay. It was dead air. Definitely uh, not showing myself. Will not be. Mm-mm. It's not happening. So, let's go ahead and jump into the topics. Let's see what we got on the docket. Uh, petty positive. Do you have a petty positive this week, Debbie? Um, I don't think that I do. I don't have a petty positive either. But I would like to shout out Jeremy Ligon of YBE. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely enjoyed ourselves this past weekend at CIAA. We did the day party, then turned back around for the night party. And it was a great time had by all. Yes, definitely. If you guys aren't following him, make sure you follow Jeremy Ligon of YBE. His Instagram page is Mr. Y for Yellow, B for Boy, E for Erica. E for Erica? Yeah. (laughs) E for Erica. That's that's how I came up with that. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, to all of our listeners, just like to let y'all know, it's a Thursday night at 10, 13 p.m. I just woke up. 
Debbie just got out from work. So we all look tired. Tired, tired. But we hope when you stream this episode, whether it be Monday, morning, Friday, morning, Friday, evening, whenever you listen to episode 44 Lucifer's podcast, that you enjoy this show. And you appreciate the fact that it's past our bedtimes. It's way past our bedtime. Way past. Man, when I tell y'all, no. I was so about to fall asleep in the club. Um, what was it, Saturday night? Yes, I child. I was struggling. I was definitely struggling. I kept looking at Debbie. I was like, I'm about to go sleep. Listen, I don't think nobody understands. It, Saturday was long. Very. Saturday was long as shit. Like, long, long. It was very long. I did. I got three hours of sleep that Friday. Woke up at between four and five so I can finish getting packed and get up the road because we had to be there. Well, we wanted to be there before one to get set up. And I didn't know how traffic was going to be because it's the CIAA weekend. And then once I got into Charlotte, it was just, we was up and moving. There was no sitting down time or nothing. We didn't sit down until we got home that morning, which was probably around two or three. Listen, let's, our petty positive is the fact that we was hungry and we couldn't get no eat, nothing to eat. Okay. That ain't even a petty or a positive. That's, that's petty. Ain't no positive in that. Yeah, because we was looking for food. You know, every time you leave the club, you look for food. And unfortunately, uh, Debbie was like, let's go IHOP. I was like, cool beans. IHOP will work for me. But um, what happened with I actually IHOP? said Waffle House. You wanted IHOP. No, you said IHOP, didn't you? No, no, I was you, looking for Waffle House. No, we did Waffle House Sunday morning, but you mentioned IHOP because you said you wanted something like some turkey bacon or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I did. Yes, because yeah. they don't have turkey bacon at the Waffle House. Yeah, but we ended up going to Waffle House the next morning because wasn't nobody about to cook. And they just didn't feel like our chefs. Our chefs didn't feel like cooking breakfast. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't think nobody. I don't think I went to the store for them to cook a full blown mm-hmm. breakfast for everybody. And, and we understand because you know it was a long weekend. Have out, so we went to Waffle House and got us some nutrition and kind of just passed out afterwards again. Yep, but it was a great weekend. So let's go ahead and get into what we got on the docket because I promise y'all, as soon as this show is over, we are going to bed. Okay. Hey, I'm going to wake up early in the morning and get this episode edited so I can get it up on the streaming platforms prior to me getting ready for work. So y'all better love me. So they love you. I love you. Early, yeah, thank you. You're Earlier welcome. this week, we posted a question, and I got this question because of the Jordan, Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson fiasco, which we're gonna get into. But the question is, why do women always go after the other woman when their man is caught cheating? Debbie, I know you said you had some responses. Um, I do. I have some responses off of the Loose Lips page. Um, The first response from the Loose Lips pod Instagram is from, I hope they don't mind me saying their Instagram names, but you put your comment up under there, so I guess it's okay. It's from Brittany White, 304. She said, because most of the time, the woman is just as guilty as the guy, knowing that he has a girl wife. That's my opinion. I've been in both positions, shaking my head. Um, Scorpios dot the dot best said, when he was honest enough to tell the truth after and the hoes want to lie, 
and denied straight the fuck out bitches will will lie on deathbeds. Um, so she sounded very angry. So I left her alone. Uh, Debbie, what are the responses that you have, ma'am? So, one person, Christine Classes, she said that they're insecure with a sad face. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen Reed Jackson said, I think the only time is it is acceptable to go for the other woman. And then in parentheses, it says, as well as the man, is if you and the other woman, quote unquote, already had a relationship of some sort outside of the man. Okay. If that makes sense. At that point, I'm about your movement and your disrespect, not just your encounter with oh boy. Um, someone else said, insecure and doesn't understand her power. Some have no desire to leave the deceitful man in the first place and think they are proving a point by attacking the other woman. Not. Check your man and act accordingly. And let me see. I'm trying to remember if I had anything on Instagram. Let me scroll up to Instagram and see. Okay. Well, while you looking it up, I want to say this. I don't believe going out to the other woman. Um, even if, um, now I kind of agree with Helen Reed Jackson. Like if you have a relationship mm-hmm. with the other woman, like if y'all friends, associates, whatever it may be, you know, then at that time you would have to address her too. But at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. mainly on that man because that man knows that you and him are in a relationship together. That and whole part. Y'all are doing whatever it is that y'all do. And... So that's why, like, I've never, I've never addressed another female over a man. Now, if a, if the other female ever got disrespectful towards me, then that's another problem because you're being disrespectful towards me. So it's not even about him at this point. It's about the disrespect that you're showing me. So I'm going to have to address that. But when it comes down to if I'm in a relationship or whatever it is that it may be, whoop whoop, you know, we love saying whoop whoop when we're telling the story. And mm-hmm. he cheating or whatever it may be. Uh, I'm going to address him because I'm in a relationship right. with you and you're in a relationship with me. That part. Um, I have an Instagram. Okay. Uh, Latoya uniquely 2479. Mm-hmm. And in major disbelief that they, I think she meant to say there, in major disbelief that their man would cheat or she could have been the other woman at one point in her life. And didn't give a damn about the other female who was in the picture at the time. Karma or stupidity is what she said. That was mm-hmm. her hashtag. Got it. I feel about like you. I agree with what Helen said. Mm-hmm. At no point is it okay to approach a woman about a man. Period. Unless Period. y'all had some type of relationship. Yeah. That's it. That's the only time another woman should be approached. Yeah. I know I was talking about it with a coworker at work and she said, well, well if she knew about y'all, then I'm going to say something. No, if she knew about y'all or not, it doesn't matter. She don't owe you shit. Nope. If y'all don't have no type of relationship, she has no loyalty to you. That's Period. True. Period. Period. And everybody, so, oh, I don't mean it. As far as the Kardashian goes, mm-hmm. 
Ma'am, he been cheating on your ass way before her. So let's go ahead and jump into that. Like, did you see the red table talk with Jordan and Auntie Jada Pinkett Smith? I did. I, um, now one, everybody knows the Kardashians make everybody sign an NDA when dealing with them. So there probably was a lot of things that Jordan wanted to say, but could not say due to the fact that she could be sued for millions of dollars that she does not have. And just to give a little mm-hmm. background on Jordan Woods, if anybody doesn't know, her father used to work with Will Smith. And um, mm-hmm. her father passed away. And Will has stepped in and been that father figure to her all her life. So the Smiths are her family. And I'm pretty sure the Kardashians, because let's just be honest, the Kardashians are horrible as fuck. And they like to tear down mm-hmm. people in the media. But see, Jordan Woods has an influential family back in her, the Smiths, which people respect a whole lot more than the Kardashians. So when I was watching her table talk, one, she is young. She is 21. Chloe is 36, I believe. Um, two, I don't think I don't think the blame should be on Jordan at all, period. Like was she wrong? Yes. But at the end of the day, Tristan is wrong. And then for Chloe to say and at that girl on Twitter and say, you're the reason why my family is not together. No, honey. Your baby's father is the reason why y'all aren't together. Because how you get him is that how part. you lose him. He was already a mm-hmm. hot mess when you decided that, hey, I want to be with you, Tristan Thompson. Even though you already have a pregnant girlfriend. And that man right. has cheated. First of all, we don't know how many times. Tristan has cheated on Chloe. All we know are the times that he has gotten caught. That we don't know about. Yes. Right. So ain't no telling now, what type if, of hell he been taking her through. Right. Now I'm not gonna say that she's not to blame. I'm not I'm gonna say both of them equal. Mm-hmm. Because during her interview, she was saying how she was sitting on the um the couch and her legs was scrambled across his and yeah. That was a bit much. It's not the fact she tried to make it seem like, oh, I shouldn't have went, but it was just a house party. Who gives a damn about you going to his house for a house party? You went for a house party, but the whole y'all being cozy on the couch yeah. part that was that was a that was too much. So y'all are both at fault for that. Yeah, and I feel like bump what extra stuff that they're doing. I feel like you should have told her that he kissed. Yeah. That next morning, when you talked to her, and you told her, you openly told her where you were at, you should have told her all the details. Yeah. And she did say she should have told them the details when she was talking to them, but at that time, she did not, for whatever reason. Um, And there, there should have been, like, she shouldn't even been laying, like, with her legs crossed. There shouldn't even right. be any type of physical, bodily contact with that contact. man. Contact. Yeah, they should have been never been that close. No, and you was comfortably sitting. Yeah, you had to be for you. You had to be real comfortable to be sitting on the couch where he's sitting at with your legs crossed, um, scrambled across his. Yeah, because I know I know me. I'm only gonna do that if I'm very comfortable with you. If I'm not comfortable with you, let's just be clear. You're only doing that if there's somebody that you fucking with at this open party. Mm -hmm. 
But at this open party, y'all was very comfortable. I don't think that looking had anything to do with it. Yeah. And then on top of that... Do you think that was the first time? I Honestly, I don't know. You know, we're getting... Tristan, I don't think he has... I, if Tristan has said anything about it, I don't know because I haven't heard or read his part. All I know is what I've seen on Red Table Talk. Yeah. And, of course, the Kardashians just attacking this girl in public. Do I That's feel right. like she's remorseful for what she's done? I do. Um, I, I To be honest with you, I really don't care about the Kardashians being hurt. Because let's, let's just go down the timeline. Um, Kim was messing with Kanye while Kanye was with Amber. And Kim and Kanye have both admitted this. So how about y'all give Amber Rose an apology? Black China and Kim Kardashian was friends, and I put that in quotation marks because who the Kardashians? I don't think they know the definition of friends. But then <clears throat> your baby sister, who was underage at that time, starts to mess around with Black China's baby's father. <clears throat> and I understand that y'all little sister, but wrong is wrong, right is right. Something should have been said. Something should have been done about that. And on top of that, she was underage at the time. Back on Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, who she's now with that has a child with, Travis Scott was dating Kylie Jenner's, and I'll put this in quotation marks again, friend Justine Scott. So Justine Scott deserves an apology. Khloe Kardashian used quote-unquote cool with Trina, started sleeping around with French Montana when French was with Trina. Um, You also was dealing with... um, Trey songs when he was with Lauren London and she's supposed to be your friend. And then right. you turn around and this young lady, first of all, Chloe met Tristan Thompson at um Kevin Hart's wedding to Aniko Hart. Aniko Hart is the cousin of Jordan, Tristan Thompson's first baby mother. And Tristan was at the wedding with um with Jordan, the first baby mother. Chloe was there. Chloe's like, I wanna talk to him. This is the story that I read. Tristan then leaves pregnant baby mama to get with Chloe. On top of that, Chloe, when you was married with Lamar Odom, when you was with him, Lamar Odom barely had any contact with his children. And then y'all really drug his name through the mud when he was going through his substance abuse issues. And you really played into the fact when he blacked out at that ranch, I think, in Vegas and turned this into this whole Kardashian fiasco. So, if anybody deserves an apology, it's a trail of black women and some black men that y'all have effed over. So, I really could care less about that. Listen, y'all want to mess around with black men? Welcome to our world. You a single mother now, honey. Yes. Come on in. Have a seat at the table. Because I have nothing for any of Welcome y'all. Welcome to what we do every day. Yes. I have nothing for any of y'all. Y'all appropriate our culture. You want everything to do with black people but the problems. And y'all are the problem. So I have nothing for them. But for the fact that you are a 36-year-old woman blaming a 21-year-old child for the demise of your relationship, no ma'am, blame Tristan, the man that you laid down with, and blame yourself. Cause what made the you man think, that you like down with that you knew was a damn dog? Yeah. So blame yourself. What made you think 
that's what I don't understand when women be know what they're getting themselves into but feel like they can change a man or feel like, oh, it's going to be different with me. No, it's not, honey. No, hell, it's not. It's not going to be different with you. Money1981 said, bust down, Tatiana. Hey, money. He makes me so Listen. sick. That's like going out here and having a baby by somebody that's got 10 kids and he don't take care of them. And you think he going to take care of yours? You're about you just added to the family oh, okay. reunion picture. Ain't nobody got time uh, for that. They make it to the family reunion. That is true. So, let's get off of them right quick because we're going to come back to that topic. I just want to speak on um, the best friends, Oprah Winfrey and Gail King, coming after all the pedophiles this week. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is you holding the microphone? Yes. I had to hold the mic on this. Um, so I did watch the R. Kelly interview with Gail King. And she interviewed his girlfriends. Um, Ariel. No, no, no. Jocelyn Savage. And what's the other little girl name? I want to say Ariel. Debbie, correct me if I'm wrong. I have no idea who his girlfriend is. Okay. Uh, as Asriel. It's A-Z-R-I-E-L. Asriel Clary. So, if you watch this Surviving R. Kelly documentary or whatever you want to call it, these two young women are featured in it. And their parents are as well. So, when Gladys... I was going to say Gladys Knight. When Gail King... You said Gladys Knight. I was about to say Gladys Knight. When Gail King was interviewing him for uh, CBS um, this morning, she asked uh-huh. him, you know, did they have any singing aspirations and whatnot because on the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, um, her parents showed home footage of Azriel, I hope I'm saying that right, singing. And she has a beautiful voice. So, of course, these two young ladies are, you know, blaming their parents. They're saying their parents told them to lie about their age to R. Kelly their parents told them to, you know, um, take sexually explicit pictures with this man, do this, do that, just in case if we have to come back and blackmail him for money. This is what they're saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is what they're saying. Now, these two young women, when you watch their body language, when you watch the interview, you hear the tone of their voice, um, first of all, Adriel is, and I know I'm messing up her name, but she is very defensive within the entire interview. She's putting all the blame okay. on her parents. They are unknowingly admitting that they were, were R. Kelly underage. Um, and the uh, Jocelyn girl, the Jocelyn Savage girl, you could hear the shakiness in her voice. So I don't know. Do I don't know if it's due to the fact that you're interviewing with a person and this interview is gonna be on live TV, or for the fact that you're mm-hmm. lying, and you're scared. But you know you you've been in this situation for so long. Maybe you feel like this is all you know. I don't know. All you yeah. All I know is, R. Kelly is full of shit, and I hope he goes to prison. And I hope these two young ladies get help because they are hurt. Something happened to them with that man. I just feel like I watched 
a piece of the interview uh-huh. that he did with Gail. Yeah. And I just feel like you definitely put on the act. Oh, yeah. He said he fight for him like. Yeah, you definitely put on the act. Sir, sit down. But, you know, it also. Sit down. It, I, I did wonder, though, when the Adrian girl said that about her parents because when I was watching the documentary, her parents are the ones who took her to an R. Kelly concert and let allow R. Kelly to pull her up on stage. And this was at a time after all those previous allegations had came out about him and he had went to trial and stuff. Mm-hmm. So why would you allow your underage daughter on? First of all, everybody knows R. Kelly is a very sexual, provocative singer. Mm-hmm. So my child wouldn't have been at an R. Kelly concert. At period, not even with me. And secondly, you definitely not going on stage with the man. Like that's not happening. That, right. That goes back to the conversation that me and you had about this a while back when it first happened. Yeah. It's just not to me. It's he's not the only one that needs to be blamed. No. These Him? parents. Yes. Definitely needs to own up to some of this. And, because that's ridiculous. That, and I'm going to preach that this. That should never be. I'm going to say this until the cows come home. And I'm like, I'm, I'm old, y'all. Aaliyah's family. Rest in peace to Aaliyah. I love Aaliyah just like the next fan. I love her music just like the next person. But good God, can we get some truth? Because no. I really feel like that would be the nail in his coffin, maybe. I mean, we heard the stories. Yes, we heard the stories. But they have always denied it. And I know you want to protect your daughter's legacy and everything. And that was probably right. a painful time for that family. But come on. Tell the truth and shame the devil. But even in his interview with Gail, he said he's never had sex with anybody underage. Yeah. But if you listen, if you go back and listen, he was getting ready to say it was this one time, but she cut him off and he was talking about something else. She was kind of talking over him, so she missed it. Yeah. It was this one time what? What What was you going to say? And then on top of that, R. Kelly, all these tapes. Like, there was just a tape that just came out, I think it was last week. And in the tape, the girl is saying she's 14. Like, I don't think he'll go to jail for what he's done to the Jocelyn Savage and the Asia girl because they're they're of age now. But what Mm -hmm. you are going to go to jail for are these new allegations that have come out. And it does make you wonder because... He was acquitted when he went on trial because the young lady did not want to testify. But were these parents getting paid? And now that the money has run dry because, let's face it, R. Kelly is broke. Is this why all this hoopla is being made now because y'all not getting y'all checks no more? But that's what he's saying. Yeah. And that's what those girls were saying, like their parents are looking for money, which let's face it, unfortunately, people do look for a way for some monies. Mm-hmm. But I would hate to think, I would hate for it to be verified. Yeah, like you sold your child basically for a check. Like, that's just sad. 
Let's see, Mr. Underscore Wong. It's Stickney. What? You said Stickney? Yeah. It's, that's thick. It's very Stickney. Uh, Mr. Underscore Want One Only said that's exactly why. I believe it. I I believe it, but like Debbie say, everybody need to be arrested. They need to round up the whole community and lock everybody up together. Mm-hmm. Point blank. He period. don't need to go down by himself. No. It's so many people. Like, just think about the people that literally helped him. Mm-hmm. Even y'all, here's the thing. Some of the girls, because I only watched, what, about two episodes of it? Uh-huh. She was saying they was going out and recruiting other young girls. Mm-hmm. Why would you go out and recruit other young girls to go through what you're going through if you were so distraught and devastated at the time? Well, that's normally what happens. Like, y'all know I'm a, I'm a nerd, Debbie, and I read stuff. Yeah, so, I like, if it's you okay. it's, if you ever, um, like, read up on pedophilia or people who bring in these children, you know, once they get to, an, like, they kind of age out. Because, you know, uh, pedophiles, they only want children around a certain age. Like, they want you to look like a child. Basically, that's what they're attracted to. Yeah. But once you get older and you don't look like a child no more, they'll keep you. But they groom you to pick up other kids because, let's face it, if a teenager is walking up on you, you're not going to be as, you know, standoffish. as standoffish to them like you would an adult. So they keep them around to do that. And also, you know, thank God we've never been in that situation to pray our kids never are. But if someone has taken you as a child because your your mind is so impressionable at that time. If mm-hmm. someone takes you as a child, you enduring all of this, and you know you're growing up in it. That's kind of all you know. True. So that's a true. part of you knows it's wrong, but another part that's of you is you like know. it's normal because that's all you know. And then it could be survival too because you know if you don't do it, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And a lot of times these people. When they take you, because it's called Stockholm Syndrome, which is a very, very, very real thing. It's brainwashing, basically. But they'll be like, you know, your family didn't love you. Your family doesn't want you anymore. That's why you're here with me, you know. So that could be another thing, too, with these young ladies. Um, You know, I don't think we will honestly get the full truth. But we're going to get some truths, but not the whole story. But, you know, R. Kelly was abused. I'm not making excuses for this man. But he's an example of him being abused, not getting the help he needed, and the cycle just continuing. That's what that is. That is. That's what that is. Like, it it happens. You have to get therapy for stuff like that. Yeah. You can't just, you can't get over that. I don't feel like you can get over that on your own. You can't. That's not something that you can just get over. Mm-mm. You have to sit down and talk to somebody about something like that. I mean, I know how I am when I buy some food and I don't eat it all. And the next day, I'm like, ooh, I got food in the refrigerator. Come home and eat. And it's not there. Like, I need therapy for that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was sitting here looking at the table like, now, where the fuck is she going with this? Because I'm trying to figure this out. I'm de- I need therapy for that. So, mm-hmm. if I can't get over somebody eating my food, I know R. Kelly needs some therapy. 
And so, and then that goes into this Michael Jackson documentary they did on HBO. Now, I haven't seen it, point blank. I story. haven't. And I don't think I want to see it because want to see it. my thing, this, I, I'm like this. Michael Jackson went on trial too. When he went on trial, these two men that's in this documentary, they testified that Michael never touched them. And one of them has been trying to sell his story for years, trying to make money off of it. And two, on top of it, Michael is dead. Ain't nothing you can do to that man. Mm-mm. So why all of this now, all of a sudden? Hoopla. Hoopla. Hold on, let's see. We got a comment. Mr. Underscore One One Only says, R. Kelly is famous, and this isn't the first time. Um, Hold up. Men have, men have chases and been with young women. Lots of sick individuals out here. I agree. Um, but with Michael, I just... And then Oprah said she's counseling Michael Jackson. Huh? Yeah. She said she is counseling Michael Jackson. What What the hell are you exactly counseling, ma'am? Yeah, Oprah, because we can get you the fuck up out of here too, Oprah. Like, what What are you... Exactly, exactly what are you counseling? Because my thing, if Michael really did molest these kids... Because this is that we don't really have proof with Michael. Like, if there is proof, I haven't seen it. We got real proof with R. Kelly. Right. We don't really have proof with Michael. But if he did do it, unfortunately he is dead. So there's no way to prosecute him. The only people that will be prosecuted will be his remaining family members. But not him. But... I hate when people are dead and then all of a sudden all this stuff want to come out. So all we're getting is one side of the story. We're not getting the other side of the story. My face is just so oily. Look like I just went to KFC and just stood in the back of the kitchen. And just got the chicken. You just rubbed chicken on your face? Yeah, just just came through dripping. Yeah, girl, that's that church's shine right there. That's that church's chicken shine right there. Let me tell you something, y'all. This is that I just woke up shine. Leave me alone. It just woke it's up nice. shine. But yeah, I just, I haven't watched the Michael Jackson documentary. I'm not going to watch the Michael Jackson documentary because one, I would have to order HBO and I'm not about to do that. <laughs> just not about to order you know HBO. So. But even if I did decide to order HBO, I'm not going to watch the documentary. I don't give two fucks about them boys. I feel like you're lying. For whatever reason it may be. And it's all, and it's just, everybody has always been after Michael. Now, mind you, Michael, was Michael a little, little weird? He definitely Michael was. He was had a little weird. Too. Okay. But if you grew up the way Michael did, and being as sensitive, because let's face it, artists, like great artists, they are sensitive. They are sensitive to the bone. So Michael was a sensitive child, and he had a horrible-ass father. Because if you watch the Jackson 5 movie, Michael just wanted to play Candy Store. Okay? Honey. And Joe Jackson brought his ass out there when Michael just wanted to play Candy Store. So, yes. And then Michael didn't have a childhood. Because guess mm-hmm. what? Michael and his siblings started being money makers at a very young age. So, maybe when he got a hold of a bunch of money, he wanted to relive his childhood because he childhood. did not have one. Who knows? Because we're not in that position. 
But if he was alive and we had proof, proof that he did that to those kids, I would say get Michael the fuck up out of here. I would. But we don't have proof, proof. And he is dead. And if he did do it, I'm pretty sure on the other side, he is answering for those crimes if he did it. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to pay for what she did. You're not, yes. It ain't no getting away with nothing. I'm sorry. No. You're not getting away with nothing. Let's see. Mr. Underscore Want One Only says Michael gone. And these kids think his mom old and delusional and can't defend for him. Janet Jermaine and the other Jackson family is going to have to close that book. Stand up, say my brother dead. Well, I don't know, Debbie. Um, I don't know if you listen to The Breakfast Club. But Jermaine Jackson and his son did call into the Breakfast Club prior to the documentary coming out. Mm-hmm. Saying that they tried to stop the documentary, but they couldn't get it stopped. But they said a lot of stuff. They they said their brother didn't do it. They said that Michael was killed because Michael owned all of Sony Music's masters. Which Michael did own a lot of masters. And if people don't know this, masters are basically artist rights to their own songs. Right, music. So Michael owned a lot of other artist rights to their music and was making a lot of money off of it. Like he owned the Beatles. Um, God, I, it, it's, it's nighttime, so I apologize. I can give it to y'all in the morning if you call me. But he owned a lot of people masters. You know what? Not if they call you. <laughs> yeah, if you call me in the morning, I can give it to you, but I can't give it to you right now. But he owned a lot of people masters. So his brother and nephew were saying that Michael was killed because of what he owned, the power mm-hmm. that he possessed. Who knows? But he is dead. Let the dead stay dead. Let, on the other side, whomever you may believe, handle them. And if he really did do this to these men, they're men now, but they were kids at the time. If he really did do this, get some help and deal with it because that man is not here. But also, if he did do this, get your parents the fuck out of here too. Because your parents, from what I read, was on that documentary saying, yeah, Michael was calling the house and, you know, we just felt like he was God's sin and we just let our kids go over there. That sound like them damn people. I what you call it. It's like it's like Michael Jackson and R. Kelly people got together. It's like, all right, boom, check. So this is what we're gonna do, right? A, I you want know, your daughter. Yeah. Or whatever. So you want you need this money. I just boom, boom. I just don't get these parents. Like I don't even let my kids sleep in the bed with my mama. My mama don't let my kids sleep in the bed with her, and she grandma. But they are 15 and 13. Like, get up out of here. What what adult is letting their kids go to another grown person's house that's not even family? And you not there. The ones that's looking for a check. That's the, them ones. Let them me tell times. you something. Let me tell you something, celebrities. Idris Elba, if you are looking for somebody to come lay in the bed with you, you can call me. I'm not looking for a check. You can just give me a call, baby. And I'll be right there in the bed with you. You understand me? I will bring my own confidence set. You know what I'm talking about? If you don't want me to put my bonnet on my head, I won't. Just then let you're me not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Just let me know the rules of engagement, baby. And I'm there. It, I won't think twice about yeah, it. If I get a call right now, like, you know, Miss Lolo, Idris Elba would like for you to be in his bed. Where the bed at? 
Well, I said, take me to the bed. Not take me to the king. Take me to the bed. No, take me to the bed. Where the bed at? Because I'm on the way. He, where the bed at, baby? Where the bed at? Where the bed at, baby? Let me tell you something. Idris, you ain't even got to pay for me, baby. Okay? So you free. I, I, man, let me tell you something. I will... Listen, Idris, ever, if this ever touches your ears, if you ever need me in your bed... I am dead. I ain't gonna tell my story. You gonna keep it warm. I'm not telling my story. You understand me? I'm not about to be up here talking to Gail King, Oprah, Larry King, Stephen King. So you ain't trying to get the text? I ain't trying to listen. I just wanna lay next to you too, baby. You know what I'm saying? So just call me. I'm not telling my story. It's gonna stay between us. We ain't gotta videotape it. You know, like R. Kelly said, we can keep it down low. This eyeless secret. We can get it together once a month because I know you're You're busy and I'm busy. And, you know, go ahead and sing it, Debbie. And we can just be together. You know? That's all we need, Idris. All you need is me and all I need is you. You understand me? Mm, You better tell him. Because I hope he's picking up what I'm putting down because he He, is. He is. You better preach your child. Idris Elba is a fine piece of chocolate. A chocolate. I, let me say I would happily choke on that dick. You understand me? I would happily not choke on it. Have tears. No gag, baby. No gag. Yeah, no gag. I would happily have tears coming out my eyes. First of all, I'm mad that you over there looking like you was really imagining yourself choking on this. Okay. I am. I am there. I have no shame <laughs> in my game, honey. I am. Let me choke on it. Either. You understand me? Let me. You know what? I'm okay. fucking dead right now. Choke me. Choke me. Don't resuscitate me either. Do not resuscitate just, just, just me. Just let you die with dick in your mouth. Let me just die with dick. How she died dick in the mouth? You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. me. <laughs> just choke me, baby. Just choke yeah. me. Let me. You have want her to hold your body? Yeah. Let me have tears coming out my eyes, not coming out my nose. Just choke me, baby. Understand me? You can choke me with it, Idris. Understand me? Do me like you did to Roger P. Henson in that movie when you walked up on her, when you made her take a shower with you. Cause you was kidnapping the family. You ain't got kidnapped me. Leave the kids out of this. You ain't go to my mama's house. You understand me? You walk up on me. Because you done went around. You done mess around and choke on the dick. Let me tell you something. I, let me tell you something. I would choke. Listen, put me in a neck brace. <laughs> put me in a neck brace. Give me strep throat, Idris Elba. You understand me? I'm all here for it. I'm, and I would never tell my story. You understand me? That's Yo, what I'm saying. I am dead right now. She all in. She is all in there, okay? She for whatever he with. I would listen. Whatever he just wants to do, I'm there. You want to do what? He want to have a foursome. You you with it? You want me to hang out the ceiling fan? You want to put some great... You want to have a foursome? You with it? Okay. Listen, I'm there. He got two other people. I'm there, Idris. Okay, you just make sure they sleep on the outer side of the bed because I'm sleeping next to you. You understand me, Idris? I got to sniff. I got to sniff you in my sleep. You understand me? Not sniffing. <clears throat> yes, I got to make sure he there. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to make sure he there. <laughs> yes, I got to make sure he there, honey. Where you going? You got to pee. I'm going to go with you, baby. I'm going to hold it for you. I got to. I'll hold it for you. i hold it for you, but I'll shake it for you, baby. I know you tired. It looked like, like it, it, he look like he got some weight to him. But this be the ones that surprise you now. No, 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 because, you know, K. Michelle was with him. Mm-hmm. K. Michelle said he all in. He, he, it's all there. It's all there. Like Jesus said, it's all there. Now, listen, you know she ain't no liar now. Mm-mm, she ain't. So She like things. But what she is not Mm-mm. is a liar. So, Idris, you know what I'm saying? I just pray. Because, you know, you know, I show, I show get around. 
And, you know, it gets around. I pray it get to Idris. And, you know, you know, I can just be there for him. If it falls upon your ears, she would happily love to choke on your dick and die. I hope it falls upon his ears because I'm trying to fall upon your dick. You understand me? <laughs> yes. Fix it, Jesus. Fix it, Lord. I mean, I serve an awesome guy, so I'm going to keep praying for you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tweet him tomorrow. You see what he's doing. Lord, don't don't pray to choke on his dick now. I mean, the Lord knew I was going to pray. Let me tell you something. David, oh. the Lord is all-knowing, okay? The Lord knew. You know it. You know, the Lord know when we going to suck dick before we know we going to suck dick, okay? Okay. Okay. Have you ever, not to get off topic, because we're going to get back on topic, but have you ever been sucking dick and just be thinking, like, damn, my ancestors are looking at me? <laughs> Hell no. No, it ain't never crossed your mind. No. It has crossed my mind a few times. Listen, if I'm sucking dick, the only thing that's crossed my mind is, nigga, hurry the fuck up and nut. That too, but I have been in mid suck. <laughs> now, like, I can, I enjoy it when I'm yeah. doing it, but. Nigga, is you gonna ever that? I mean, after a while, after a while, you want to come up and breathe. But yeah, I have been down there, just been enjoying myself. All of a sudden, I was like, "Damn, I'm really out here sucking dick," and my ancestors are looking at me. No, this man, dick. It doesn't cross my mind. It doesn't cross your mind, so it's just me. It's just you. Well, damn. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I take that. Yeah, it's that's just you, baby. Okay, I'll take that. So let's see. Our uh, let's get back into this Chloe Kardashian thing, and not just the Chloe Kardashian thing, but this thing with women confronting the other woman and wanting to put the blame on the other woman. Mm-hmm. Like that's not cool at all. And that's as a woman. I think us being founding members of this community, Debbie. We need to lead um, our young women down the right path. A second dick. With that too. But ladies, quit blaming the other woman for your man just not being shit. That whole part. Because you probably knew that man was shit when you first got with him. Or not even when you got with him. Oh, it definitely knew. Yeah, like how you got him, honey. Look at how you got this man, okay? And I just wish we would quit that because women be so quick to blame the other woman and will go on social media and blast her or make all these little subliminal posts and stuff like sis is supposed to care or you want to come to her woman to woman and hop up in her DMs or call her phone. No, confront that man that's supposed to be your man and that you in a relationship with, probably got kids with, probably living with. You doing everything as a wife, but you're not the wife. Bitch, listen here. Let's, let me tell you what you do, ladies. When you down there sucking his dick, bite the shit out of it, okay? Bite it. Okay. That is all. You, wait, um, you biting, <laughs> you biting dick, David? So what? You biting dick? You do some shit like that, I'm biting the motherfucker off, okay? I'll walk around with a goddamn sausage in my mouth. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't eat meat, so I'm just not going to walk around with it in my mouth like a pacifier. Um, so, oh, oh, okay. 
But, I mean, okay, so one, like, okay, so let's forget about him. But if the dick is really bomb, do we bite it off, David? If the dick is really bomb, bite the motherfucker off all the way down to his goddamn growing section so you can put that shit in the goddamn freeze bag. But does it okay. work the same, though, if you put it in the freeze bag? Bitch, it's hard. Will it get limp? That's the thing, David. I think it will because you get hard when the blood flow through it. Blood you done cut off. It. You done cut off his supply, vampire. Damn. I ain't think about that. Yeah. So, I think we have to keep it attached to the... You know, good dick be attached to demons. To I the think, wrong goddamn niggas. Yes. I'm trying to tell you now. I think we have to keep it attached to them. But that means we have to cut them all... We have to just cut the entire person off. You gotta cut the whole man off. The, okay, the it ain't man. no yeah. part. You gotta cut the whole man off. The man and the penis. You gotta say bye to both. Both of them. You gotta, you gotta make a decision. Okay? Yeah. Either you about to... Deal with this cheating ass man with this good ass dick. Mm-hmm. Or you gonna have to let it go. And another thing, ladies, if you know you're not gonna leave this man, and don't be hiding in his bushes. Yeah, if you're not gonna leave somebody this else man, is getting that good ass dick. Nah. If you're not gonna leave this man, don't be out here causing all this commotion, calling all these girls, embarrassing yourself. Just sit your ass down and just hush. If you're not going to leave. That whole part. Like, don't cause... I, I think I said it before on the show. Like, I did that in my past life. And it didn't go nowhere. Yeah. So, what Frank Style said, what's really going on, Deb? Uh, Debbie's in the dark tonight because she don't feel like it. Yeah, I'm so, sorry. I, mean, I was under the weather yesterday and I still look like it today. And y'all know me, I, uh, I, I'm I okay with her going in the dark because there's been plenty of nights I have been in the dark with y'all, okay? How does it feel? To be in the dark? No. Do you not feel weird without being able to see my reactions? No, because I know you. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's cool. I know you. Shoot, I'm sitting here with a comfort set. So. With what? With a blankie. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't have a blanket. I'm just sitting here with my head on my own. Head on my hand. Let me tell you, that episode we did that night, we was in the dark and I was just naked. That was like one of the best episodes. Oh, Lord, 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 just... Yes. Well, I'm not naked. I have on clothes. Tonight. Anyways. Well... well you know well, what? When this show is over... They need to have a naked day. When this show is over, I I'm will be getting naked. We know, Debbie. We know. God intended for me to be bald-headed and naked. That's how he birthed me. <laughs> Mr. Underscore one one said she could stay in the dark, bite the dick remarks. Damn. I mean, well, sometimes you got to bite a nigga dick to let him know you ain't playing. Sometimes you got to punish him and let him know. Yeah. You fucking up. Yeah. But if you ain't going to go nowhere, don't just sit down and be quiet. Don't touch nothing. Just sit there. You're making all this hoopah. And men know when you ain't going to leave. I want some frosted plates. What the hell, Devin? I just, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But men know what? Men know you ain't leaving. No. They know you ain't going you know nowhere. Dick- Listen. A man know when he dicking you down, okay? Yes. He know if he dicking you down correctly. I mean, it's all the letters. I'm going to say correctly. Yes, he hit you with all the, all the letters. 
Okay? You know your ass is not going nowhere. He gonna do whatever the fuck he feel like doing until he finish doing whatever the fuck he feel like doing. Okay? And you're gonna still be there. Ready to sit, suck, slob, smack, tickle, whatever that dick when it get home. I ain't tickling me, Elmo. Okay? Whatever. Okay? We've all had some good dick in the life. We've all had some good dick in our life. I don't think I done had that good dick. It's going to make me stupid. But you know, I done had some good dick in my life. Like, I haven't been dickmatized, but I've been dickmotional. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Just had to give y'all that little bit. Yeah. I mean, everybody, even men, even dudes have been, you know, whipped. Yeah. They have done some stupid stuff. But I've never been dickmatized, but I have been dickmotional. So. But I'm at this point now in my life that it, it, I'm just a savage now. Like, I, I get in there, I get what I want, and I get out. Ain't nobody so you get in, get out. I get in, I get out. Ain't nobody got time for all that. Ain't nobody got time for that. But I, what are you doing? Debbie. Huh? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? This is serious. Okay, this film. Bitch, <laughs> we have a whole show going. Oh, I'm still on the show now. And oh, she's no. in there fixing cereal. But, I, but how about this bullshit, though? Let, uh-huh. me, let me let Kaden be my petty positive, okay? Okay, so we're going to rewind it back. We got a petty positive brought to us by Debbie's son. This goddamn nigga. Oh, Lord. Box of Frosted Flakes in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited because positivity, there is a Frosted Flakes in this box. Uh-huh. The petty, it won't fit in a snack size Ziploc bag. Oh, Lord. Do you hear this? Yeah. Do y'all hear that shit? We hear That's like leaving the corner of Kool-Aid and putting it in the refrigerator. You so upset? there you go. You upset like Drake? I'm upset. Don't make no damn sense. Now I gotta eat some damn honey smacks. Not the honey smacks. But I'm gonna eat because they're good, though. Well, I mean, they are good. They are good. So, I advice tonight, ladies, is one. So, what? I advice tonight, listeners, mainly for the ladies, one, quit confronting the other woman. Unless, I would say she had, like, some type of relationship with the woman. Friend, family member. Oh my god. Hope. Let's wait till Debbie finish pouring her cereal. I'm done. You sure? Yeah, I just poured a whole bowl of cereal here and they were spilling it Jesus. So, ladies, quit confronting another woman unless you had some type of personal relationship with her. If she was a friend, family member, hairdresser, whatever. Two, if you're not going to leave that man, Sit your ass down and don't touch nothing. Right. 
Now, mind you, when we say relationship, don't mean you see her in passing, and y'all yeah. might be coworkers. That's I'm not a relationship, no. friend. Someone people. you would possibly hang out with here and there, have conversations with. If y'all yeah. got each other's numbers, all that type of stuff. Y'all all that taking stuff. selfies together, all that. They done been in your house. That that kind of stuff. That's that's a relationship piece. Now, what if it's a family member of a friend? The family member. Okay, so. Okay, so make sure I understand this. Your man sleeps with your best friend cousin. Yeah. Okay. Our sister. You know, you she still got to get confronted too because in some in some shape or form, you know that this is my man and I got dealings with your family member. Like we close with your people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So you got to get this work too. You have permission to bite them kind of people. Yeah. Them, them the kind of hoes you bite. Yeah. Them the only ones you bite. Yeah, somebody got to get... I have to get... I have to uh, schedule... See, I keep my nails done. So, I would have to schedule the fight. Because I don't want to break a nail. Because I don't know if you ever broke your Not nail with your real nail. So, I would have to schedule it. Because I have to get my nails taken off. I just want honey smacks to know that they got honey smacks for a reason. And they actually don't have that much honey on them all. This episode... I'm not scheduling a fight. Fights happen. You can't always schedule a fight. You gotta be prepared at all times. Well, on-site is not a scheduled fight. On-site is on-site. On-site. If I'm not screaming it's on-site, then no, we gonna schedule this appointment because, you know, you're not about to break my nails. No, that's not gonna happen. But I, I don't think I've ever seen you without your nails done. So when you plan on scheduling a fight? Well, it depends on if I feel like I need to fight. Oh. Yeah. Mr. What? Underscore Won't Want Only says, I'm gone. Deb hit me. I guess you know him. You got it. Stop talking shit. Good stuff, Miss Fierce 86. I'm out. Movie time. I guess you know him because he said for you to hit him. The last time we was on Instagram Live and the whole nigga from New York was coming after your ass. <laughs> Please just not bring him up, but he pop his ass up in here. Oh, if he pop up in here, bitch, we ending the show. Show over. Good night. Thank y'all. Good night. Hello. Anybody got time for that? Oh, I do have a petty positive. I just thought about it. You know, I, I've had to, I had to wake up. I hate when I go on Snapchat Instagram or Facebook and y'all are recording or whatever and the first thing out y'all's mouth is 25 seconds you know what the fuck is going on <laughs> I hate that because I don't know what's going on and Debbie you gotta let us know when we down to a minute not 25 seconds I didn't see, well it didn't come up well, we it literally came up time. at 30 seconds this is just this is just horrible well, 5 seconds show is over Good night. We only have five seconds. To all of our listeners, uh, we appreciate your support on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
um, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Out, wherever you listen to Lucid's podcast at. We greatly appreciate the support. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Lucid's Pod. Our Facebook page is Lucid's Podcast. Make sure you click the link in our bios to stream us on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, all that good stuff. If you have any questions or comments, you want to bring us any topics, you want some advice on anything, email us at loosefootspodcast at gmail.com. Lips is with two S's. Um, if you want to sponsor the show, um, if you want us to do an ad for you based off of your business or anything that you're doing, hit up the email. We'll gladly work with you. Um, we're going into the second year of the podcast, so we're really about networking now, branding, getting our name out there even more, working with other people. Um, if you go to my Instagram page, Miss Fierce 86 uh, Miss is spelled with a Z-M-Z, there's a link um, there for Linktree. Um, you can also book us, like if you would like for us to come onto your show, which is a podcast, whatever you may have, or book us to come to your event, to host, or whatever it may be. We are definitely down for that. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Sorry that we're getting to you late. Schedule conflicts can happen. I literally just woke up before we did this show, so you can probably hear it in my voice. But we appreciate you all. We appreciate the support. Have a great rest of the week, and we will see you all next week. Good night.